0: We are dancing in the discomfort zone. It <laughs> sounded more like an auto zone commercial. <laughs> yeah, that won't become a regular thing. Um, hey everybody! Welcome to Dancing in the Discomfort Zone Podcast. I am Anne Bonnie, your overcaffeinated host, and we are on episode 222 that I am recording on February 22nd, 2023. If this were a year ago, this would be like Really cool, and I go buy a lottery ticket with all twos, but it's close enough. Um, Hi! Thank you for tuning in today. You get me, and we are going to talk about that... That voice in your head. We're dancing to the frantic voice of doubt, that frantic voice that reminds you of everything that could go wrong, everything that ever has gone wrong, and everything that you've messed up in the past that could lead to this next thing, whatever it is, being a complete disaster. Now, is it just me? Do, am I the only one that has this voice? And I can't hear you right now, but usually when I ask my audiences this, because this is part of my keynote, um, they all laugh at that point, like, oh no, we've got it. <laughs> and it's that frantic voice. So I love, part of Dancing in the Discomfort Zone podcast is about helping us understand why things are uncomfortable to make them maybe a little less uncomfortable, or maybe for us to be able to say, wow, this is uncomfortable, but I understand why. So like, it's all good, you know, to build your confidence, to build your resilience in the face of difficult change or things not going quite the way you hope them to go. So let's talk about this voice in your head. Um, so I like to say that back when your brain was invented, you there was a lot more mortal danger in the world. Right back in the caveman days, if if you did new things, like you take a new path to the hunting ground, you could walk by a saber-toothed tiger den and end up getting eaten. Or if you, you know, ate that red berry on the bush um, that we've never eaten before, you might not survive, because one time that happened, you know? So same meant safe for your brain, right? For your caveman brain. For the, This is in your limbic system, which is the part that takes care of your breathing and your heart rate and, you know, regulating your organs and body temperature and all that stuff you don't have to think about. It just is there to keep you alive. Okay? And same meant safe. Um, because if we've survived it before, we're probably going to be okay again. Right? Okay. So in that limbic system, there's a little thing called the amygdala, and that's what's responsible for the fight or flight response. So if you think about it, when you have stress, like bus is coming and you're standing in the way of it, right? (laughs) Your heart starts beating faster, blood starts pumping, your face might get hot, you might start sweating. um, And all of this stuff happens so that you've got the energy to be able to, you know, punch the saber-toothed tiger in the face or run and get out of the way of the bus, right? Super handy. Like, I want to be warned of these things. Now, the problem is... In modern times, we don't have as much mortal danger in our lives, but your amygdala doesn't know the difference between getting chased by a saber-toothed tiger and having a stressful conversation at work. It responds the same way. Danger, danger, stress, different, I don't like this, we might die, get out as quickly as you can, or punch somebody in the face, <laughs> which doesn't really help when you're trying to have an emotionally intelligent conversation at work, right? Right. So this is where this voice comes from. This is where this voice of doubt. And I like to think of it as like a little elf in my limbic system. And and I named her Sally because it helps me to separate her from me. Okay? Because my limbic system is completely risk averse. It wants you to stay alive at all costs. And so it doesn't like any danger, any risk, anything different it just wants us to stay nice and comfy in the same because we have survived that before okay so by naming my my that inside voice that inside voice of doubt that says oh my god this is never going to work oh my god you remember that time you can't you failed that spelling test in third grade this is exactly like that you're not smart enough for this you didn't start your diet yet you're not pretty enough you're not tall enough you're not skinny enough you're not you know w- whatever right All of the things that are negative come to our heads. And this is what that voice of the amygdala, again, risk averse, but it's not you. It doesn't know about all the things you've learned, all the things you've overcome. What a badass you are at figuring things out. It just knows, ah, stress, danger, we might not live, get out. Okay, So this is where you, as the intelligent thinking person that you are, needs to bring in the prefrontal cortex. So the limbic system is kind of in the back. I'm pointing to the back of my head. You can't see me. <laughs> it's kind of in the back on the bottom stem kind of stuff. But the rest of the brain up front is the more modern part of the brain. That's where memory is, where you remember all the things you've figured out. That's where logic is. That's where, you know, when we can step out of a stressful situation and say, huh, I am stressed out right now because I don't want to be having this difficult conversation, right? That's all happening up in the more modern part of your brain in your prefrontal cortex. And so when Sally starts squawking, or whatever you name your risk-averse voice of doubt... We always need to make sure that we're not totally listening to that. Now, if there's a bus coming or you're in a cage at the zoo with a bear, listen to that voice and get out. (laughs) But if you're in a situation where you're about to go in and ask for a raise or you're about to go in for a job interview or you're about to go back to school and you're 47 years old and you haven't been in school and you don't feel like you're 19 anymore and blah, blah, blah. We need to talk to that voice with our prefrontal cortex and say, hey, Sally, I know you're trying to keep me alive, and I I really do appreciate it because sometimes I will do things for a laugh that um, could cause bodily harm. This is not one of those situations. And yes, this could go badly. And here's the question you have to ask yourself now, and you have to have this chat with Sally. Say, okay, yes, all that stuff could happen. I could fail. It might not go well. But what if it goes right? What if this works out really, really well? And even if it doesn't go exactly the way I thought, I've actually figured a lot of things out in my life. I think I'm going to be okay. And so by having that conversation with that voice of doubt, you're able to kind of calm down a little, not react to that fear but respond in a way that's going to get you what you want, right? And yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. And yes, it's scary. And I always say, you know, we know too much. (laughs) We know too much about our lives. We know all the times we've done cringy, embarrassing things. We know all the things we've messed up, all the things that have gone wrong. Like we have all of that data and Sally has access, very quick access to that data, and she will pull it out again in order to keep you safe. But it doesn't help you be courageous in those moments that you want to be courageous so you can move your life forward to what you want. Okay? So next time you fear, hear that inner voice of doubt squawking, warning you, reminding you of all the bad stuff, bring in the fear up. And I recommend you name that voice so it is separate. So you can say, hey, Sally, I appreciate you trying to keep me alive, but I think we got this because you remember when I figured that out and you remember when I got over that and you remember when I did that and how great that worked out? Let's go give this a shot. And that's going to build your courage and build your resilience in the face of uncomfortable stuff and being able to move forward. Now, again, when there's a bus coming, get out of the way. Listen to Sally. (laughs) She's right. But when it's a situation where you're like, okay, am I in danger here or am I just scared? Is this really a risk or is this just something that i care a lot about the outcome of and i'm and i just want to make sure i get it right right and i like to keep a list of my accomplishments and my the things i've figured out and the things i'm really good at kind of handy because when sally starts going she can be really convincing she brings up actual facts again we know too much right she remembers that stuff So you have to be able to kind of build yourself up again, with that logic part of the brain to say, yes, this is risky. Yes, that stuff could go wrong and it could also go right. So name that inner voice of fear so that you can have that conversation with it. I'm not saying like, again, she's helping us out sometimes (laughs) like "Mm, maybe this isn't a good idea. But a lot of the time, that voice of fear is just that 100% risk-averse piece of your brain. Whereas if you step into that, like Hannah talked about on last week's episode, stepping into that discomfort, dancing in that discomfort zone, we realize how much stronger we are, what a badass we are at figuring things out. And you get better and better and stronger and stronger every single time. Step one was listening to this podcast. So thank you for listening to me every week. Thank you for coming back and getting that. And again, sometimes we need an external voice to say, hey, you remember when you figured this out? And you remember how great that worked out? Sometimes we need somebody else to remind us of that. So have those people in your corner too. I've got a couple people who will text me every once in a while. And I need a pep talk. Or I'll text them like, hey, um, do you have a minute? I, I just need you to remind me how great I am. <laughs> and these are special people, this isn't just everybody. You know, you're not walking down the street saying, oh my God, hi, I am so good at parallel parking and I am so good at listening and people really like me. Right, you're not <laughs> self-promoting. But we should always have those friends that can be that voice of logic when Sally is super loud and super convincing, all right? Let me be that for you. If I can, let me know what else you'd like us to dance in on this podcast. I am here for you. I love doing this and I love bringing it to you. And if you're enjoying it, leave us a review, subscribe, hit me on social media, speaker and Bonnie on the Facebook and the Instagram. And uh, if you need a speaker to come and, and energize and build the courage and resilience of your team in change, yourchangespeaker.com is my website. Let's chat. Otherwise, I got some more great content coming up for you next week. I will see you then. Until then, don't let that fear voice drive the car.